Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. Today is the 18th Sunday after Pentecost and the Feast of St. Francis, and we hear from Harlow Zefting, our seminarian, as she preaches from the lectionary, which this week was Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. As always, you can find more information about All Souls or sermons by All Soulsians on our homepage, which is allsoulsparish.org. If anyone doesn't know this yet, I'm about seven and a half months pregnant with my first kid. And this is a pretty anxious time as I prepare for birth and motherhood. One of the ways that I like to ease my anxiety is by watching nature documentaries, especially the ones narrated by David Attenborough. One of the shows that Sir Attenborough and his very soothing voice has hosted recently is called Prehistoric Planet. It's a super realistic series about dinosaurs. The show displays the latest scientific discoveries about the ancient creatures, so it features a lot of feathered and flying dinosaurs, and it is not at all hard to understand why birds are the closest living descendants of dinosaurs that we have today. It turns out there were a lot of really well-adapted dinosaurs that are pretty similar to our ostriches. They had strong, feathered bodies. They were flightless, but super fast runners. I think the text from Job this morning is a little bit uncharitable towards ostriches. Laying eggs on the ground where they can be trampled may seem cruel from a human standpoint, but they're still pretty magnificent, and I think they have a lot of understanding. God says that the ostrich lacks wisdom, but from the description in Job, it seems like what the bird really lacks is fear. The ostrich God God describes certainly does not seem to share my anxiety about impending motherhood and birth. (laughs) Another way that I ease my anxiety is by learning as much as I can about labor, postpartum care, how to keep an infant alive. (laughs) Uh, As a pregnant woman approaching birth, I am so grateful for modern medicine and science. I am hugely comforted by the decreased mortality rates for women and infants that we have because of medical medical monitoring and intervention. Knowing all the steps and what doctors can do gives me a sense that I have choices when it comes to birth. I can set up the whole process in the way that I feel might be best for me and for my baby. But... I also feel profoundly disconnected when I read the account from Job about how the mountain goat gives birth. I get the sense that the goat is probably not counting down weeks and months and reading books like I am. The goat seems to instinctively know when to crouch and how to guide the really strong young ones. I get that same feeling from from this part of Job as I do from many of David Attenborough's nature documentaries. All of those animal mothers seem to have a much better innate grip on the situation than I do. Modern medicine may ease a lot of my fears, but it also 
disconnects me a little bit from what feel like really natural parts of life. In fact, I am so disconnected that, from nature that I first read and started thinking about this passage while eating at Bongo Burger. <laughs> I had a very stark realization that I had no idea where the meat in my cheeseburger came from. I had no idea how the cow was raised, how it was slaughtered, no idea how the meat was processed. Yet while wondering and feeling a good amount of shame about all of this, that very same mysterious burger was actively nourishing and sustaining not only my own life, but that of my rapidly growing baby. This section of Job that we heard today comes in the middle of a response from God, the whole point of which is that humans are not all-knowing and not all-powerful. It is a stark and harsh reminder that we are not God. We are a part of creation, a part of God's creation, just like the wild goats, asses, and oxen. It's also a reminder of something that St. Francis recognized really well, that the rest of creation seems to have an understanding that we humans have forgotten, the very understanding that we are a part of God's creation alongside all of the other creatures and the things that we encounter in the world. St. Francis is perhaps most famous for recognizing the sacredness of all of creation. He called us to notice the divine presence in all things, in all creatures, in brother sun and sister moon, in wind, water, and fire. Francis's recognition of the sacred in our physical world stood in contrast to some other theologies of his time, which held matter as profane and fallen in contrast to some kind of pure spirit. We still have similar theologies alive and well today. We feel shame about our bodies and about our physical actions. St. Francis even taught that it was human action that messed up our relationship with creation and, that, and our misunderstandings that set us apart. Maybe all of our striving for development and progress might actually be separating us from the knowledge and love of God. In our gospel today, we hear Jesus say, you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. That line always catches my attention as someone who loves learning. Right now, I am a student. I am trying to gain as much intelligence and wisdom as I can from my professors, my peers, from all of you here at my field education. And I'm probably not alone. Overall, the Episcopal Church is a pretty well-learned community. If any of you were at the adult formation hour today about Jesus' power and privilege, you could see with our little uh, little pins, just how well-educated our community is. I generally think it's a good thing that we require the members of our body seeking ordination to the priesthood to do a master's degree in divinity. But I'm also very aware, as I hurry through my coursework, trying to get as much knowledge stuffed into my brain as I can in the shortened semester before my baby arrives, 
that I am about to head into what is likely to be the biggest and most challenging learning experience of my life. I usually look to those with more life experience, with more academic training to teach me. I strive to learn from experts. But these days, sometimes I lay awake at night wondering, what will I learn from my infant? What will God reveal to her that is hidden from me? St. Francis articulated how things are hidden from the intelligent and wise. His recognition that creation is sacred means that all of creation is sacred. Nothing is made profane. Anything seemingly profane in our world is actually just desecrated by humans, by our lack of reverence. And this includes us. God does not go around hiding deep truths from learned people willy-nilly out of some distaste for education. We hide truths from ourselves. A lot of what we learn, the knowledge and wisdom that we build up, comes from all parts of our lives and experience. We learn things from all around us. With a lot of that learning, we can get distracted. How we form our values how we place our trust and decide what things are important to know about or to live by, all of that comes from our context. The values that we accumulate from society include some low-hanging fruit. It's pretty easy to stand up here and rail against the greedy accumulation of capitalism or of the thoughtless consumption of cheeseburgers probably made from factory farming. But I've also learned to value intelligence. I really enjoyed being congratulated as smart when I succeeded at school as a child. I still look up to many elders who strike me as really wise. So what exactly are we striving for when we build up our intelligence and our wisdom? Do we want to know things for the sake of knowing things? Perhaps. I think more of the time, what we are really striving for is control. When we know things, we have at least some sense of control about them. Humanity's desire for learnedness and buildup of knowledge and skill allows us to pretend that we control life. We fear what we don't know and what we cannot control. My anxiety about birth and motherhood is a desire for control. At a time when I feel the least control over my body ever, and a total lack of ability to be fully prepared for what comes next. I am not like the mountain goat or the ostrich. They fully trust God for the natural processes that create life. I pray about my daughter and her entrance into the world all the time, but I am still here, still a ball of nerves, wishing that I had more knowledge and more control. There's a famous prayer attributed to St. Francis, aptly called the Franciscan Peace Prayer, in which each stanza involves letting go of some stumbling block in order to receive the grace that we get in its absence. It includes something like, where there is doubt, let me sow faith. Where there is despair, 
hope. In this, I hear a direct call to lay my anxiety aside and trust that this process of life-giving is in God's hands. St. Francis calls us to recognize the sacredness of nature. Maybe I should take a lesson from the ostriches and the goats. God is in control of creation. I am part of creation, and God will take care of me. Whatever we are struggling with, whatever we are anxious about, maybe scouring the internet in the wee hours for just a bit more research isn't going to help all that much. Maybe we don't need to know everything and be in control at all times, because ultimately God is in control, and we can rest easier understanding that. What freedom will we experience if we set aside our hurried accumulation of intelligence and wisdom? What ease will we feel if we relinquish our need for control? Jesus calls to us, come to me, all of you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. I'm carrying a pretty heavy burden right now, and while I wish I could set down the literal weight sometimes, what I can do is follow the example of St. Francis and learn to lean on Jesus. I can exchange the anxious burdens that I place on myself and instead take up his easy yoke. And hopefully I can get some good rest before God's tiny gift in here arrives to teach me at all hours of the night just what has been revealed to infants. <laughs>